Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Lift Her Up podcast. I am your host, Latrice. Welcome and welcome back. Um, If it's your first time, then welcome. If you have been watching or listening for a while, then welcome back. So glad to have you guys with me. I am refreshed from this second season so far. The support has been overwhelming, honestly, in the best way, in the best way. Um, from my, my first interview, just the the love and support that you all have given me, I am just blown away by what but by what the Lord is doing and the channel continues to grow and the the viewership and the the listeners and, and my audience continues to grow. So welcome to you all and just thank you so much again for your continued support and liking, sharing, subscribing, getting the word out there that this podcast is valuable to you and to those that you know in your community. So again, just this second season has been amazing talking about confidence and courage and I've just gotten so much life from it. And February just started okay and this year we're still at the very top of this year and the Lord has just been showing out when it comes to to courage and confidence and he's been giving me so many nuggets to talk about and these these interviews that are lined up it's just it's all coming together y'all it's just all coming together and I'm just so glad to share it with you with you um and today I want to talk about courage a bit more Because the Lord had given me courage along with confidence to talk about for this year with Lift Her Up and how it pertains to my life and all of our lives, really, and how we can step into more courage in 2024. And the Lord had been impressing on me to talk about our comfort levels today. So today we're going to talk about courage versus comfort, okay, because I've learned, the Lord has shared with me, that our comfortability in different things can be the biggest wrench and the biggest delay when it comes to our courage. It can become the biggest threat to our courage. Um, So oftentimes we become very lazy in our culture, especially in the U.S. and in the Western side of the world, we, we become so lazy when it comes to to anything, really pursuing our goals and uh, we become creatures of habit instead of actually going forth to pursue the harvest that God has for us. So we know the word says that the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are free are few. Right. So that's exactly what the Lord wanted me to talk about today. And he told me he, he asked me. <laughs> How can you expect to receive anything that I have promised you without having courage? And so I have to pose that same question to you, to the audience. How can you expect to walk in the fullness of God's promises for your life without courage? And the answer all around the board for all of us should be, we can't, you can't, I can't. We can't expect to reach the the full potential that the Lord has for us, the fullness of his his treasures and his blessings and his promises without stepping into courage, right? And as I was doing research for this episode and I was praying and asking the Lord for different scriptures in the Bible that relate to courage, I noticed something. I noticed that when the Lord talks about courage, through any one of his prophets or any anyone that had a making in in the Bible, um, any one of the characters, any one of the people that were um, 
that that he was referencing or speaking to in the Bible about courage, it was always coupled with God being with the person in some way, some shape, somehow. And um, it was always the person trying to pursue a promise of God or trying to get in a right position in order to receive a promise from God. So I thought that was just revelatory. And you ain't got to take my word for it. But just listen to this Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 14 and 10 again. Second Chronicles 15 and 7. But you take courage. Do not let your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded. There's a reward when we have courage. Matthew 14, 27. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. While he was walking on that water, right? Like, can I notice him? Joshua 1 and 9. And I love this. Probably one of my favorite scriptures. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So again, these are just a few examples of how the Lord has promised. He's made promises to the people that he's speaking to. And they're venturing somewhere. They're journeying somewhere. And they're trying to get in the right position to receive that promise. So he's telling them, hey, I'm with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm, I've gone before you. Actually, I've already conquered this for you. So that's a a very strong correlation I think the Lord wants us to know is that courage is coupled with him being with us. So we can have courage because the Lord is with us, right? And we know that when God continuously brings up a topic, so if he's telling us all throughout scripture, all throughout the Old Testament, all throughout the New Testament, hey, don't be afraid, be courageous, be strong, stand firm, all these different ways of him saying, take courage, right? Take heart. All these different ways of him saying, have courage. We know that it's important to him. So we have to then trace back in our mind, well, if God is continuously bringing it up, what does that mean about me? What does that say about humans? What does that say about our human nature? It says in our carnality, in our flesh, that we love to be comfortable. You see in these different instances, the Israelites, um, the Jews, they love to be comfortable, right? Like we are, again, creatures of habits. We love to adopt these things that become normalized to us because we love patterns. We love, we love it. We love it. It gives us a sense of control. It gives us a sense of um, just knowing what we're getting into. It's logical. It's rational. It's, it's our flesh. We want that. We want that. And sometimes being courageous it will take us out of that that comfort zone. It will take us out of what we always know to do and who to be and how to work and how to go forth, right? And the Lord bringing up being courageous just lets us know that as humans, we are going to tend to lean towards our comfort. We are going to tend to lean towards our understanding, which again, puts us in that comfortability zone, Um because we don't want to be uncomfortable and we will try to seek ways to ease our discomfort through worldly things and, and different things that are going to keep us in the green zone instead of the red zone. And I've also learned that the enemy during this time, he will try to keep us 
in cages of comfort because he doesn't want us to pursue the things that God has for us on the other side of our courageous ventures. So he will, the enemy will come along and he'll tell you something that completely confuses you. Uh, It is contrary to what God has told you. It will place, it will place questions in your head when God has given you instructions. So here's an example from my personal life, right? A couple years ago, the Lord told me to leave my job. And I thought I did a video about this, but maybe I'll do another one. But the the Lord instructed me to leave my job at the time. This was in like 2021. And it was like a huge face step for me. I, I was confident that I heard him, right? Because I was feeling all this sorts of unrest and um, I, I wasn't at peace in the position that I was in. And I knew that there was more for me to do. I knew that there was more that God had called me to do, but I was, it, it was a job that I had. I, I thought it was where I, I wanted to be, the plans that I had for myself, right? It aligned with my career path that I had made, my education, all the things. And I'd been there for a little over a year. And then the, And God told me, hey, like you need to go. I want you to step out of this so you can pursue your purpose. So you can start working in purpose and doing things for my kingdom, you know? And it's not that I wasn't helping his kingdom while I was there because, you know, wherever you are, you're still called to deliver the gospel, right? You're still called to be an example for him. But he was wanting me to take that leap of like, hey, like, are you going to trust me with this? You have lived your own plans for your whole entire life. Now I'm telling you that I have a separate plan for you. Are you going to go along with this? And in the meantime, I had all these questions about, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, what is my life going to look like? Because it was the first time God had called me to do something that was, uh, it was hitting my security, my security blanket. It was stripping me of all of that. And that was the starting point of him stripping away everything that provided me with any sense of security in my life. It started with my job. Then it went to my friends, then it went to my family, you know, like all the things, right? But that's a testimony for a different day. But that was the first time he was coming after my security. And he was asking me to take a faith step and to have courage. And the enemy was triggering these different thoughts in my head. Like, oh, well, well what are you going to do about money? You know, like rent's still the same. It actually go up every year. These bills still the same. They actually going to go up like all these different questions. What are people going to say when they learn that I left my job, that I went to school for at this point, six years, because my master's right. That this good job, this good job that I had been praying for, I was finally in the avenue that I wanted to be. What are people going to say? What's my family going to say? How do I tell people when I'm in the middle of transition Oh, well, yeah, like I'm I'm working here, but really I'm on assignment from the Lord because he told me to leave my job. It was just a lot, right? So the enemy will come and he will try to uh, manipulate us and try to make it seem like the instructions we heard from God are not really what we heard. Um, but I, I had to put myself in a mindset of I, I have to do this or else I have to answer for that. So at the end of the day, if the Lord tells you to do something, you have to answer for it, whether you do it or whether you don't. The obedience is going to pay off and the disobedience, you still have to eat the seeds of that disobedience. 
and those connected to you will also suffer from your disobedience as well. So just something to think about. But again, anything that causes confusion. So if you hear the instruction and then a few days later or a moment later, whatever it may be, you hear a a seed of doubt in your head of like, oh, that's not it. That's probably the enemy because the Lord is not going to send you conflicting messages. He's not going to be contrary to what he said. He's going to be straightforward and to the point. Okay, so if you have any message that is confusing to you, that is not of the Lord. That is not of the Lord. The Lord is always going to send clarity when he sends you a message every single time. So let's not fall into that trap of discord of uh, comfortability because the enemy wants us to stay in that place. We have to know that um, even in our discomfort, it's coupled with our, with our faith, like it's required with our faith. So again, going back to me, it was a courage step. It was a faith step and it was uncomfortable. So anything that takes courage is going to be uncomfortable. Anything that takes faith at times is going to be uncomfortable. I looked up the definition of courage, and it literally means to act in accordance with one's beliefs, especially in spite of criticism and having a quality of mind that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. without fear. So by definition, by definition, courage is literally it literally requires you to place yourself in a position to either be hurt or to be criticized or both. So when it comes to that criticism, we fear being criticized, right? And we don't want to be looked at like we're crazy. We don't want to be embarrassed. We don't want to be looked at as shameful. Uh, those are, again, the same things that were coming up for me when I left my job a couple years ago. And we think that our decisions are going to put us in a place of looking like outcasts or looking dumb, and stupid. Um, I, I've had many of those thoughts. I'm like, Lord, you really want me to do that? Like, I'm going to be out here looking like, I don't know what, I don't know what. And every time he answers me back, like, so what you're doing it for me, you're doing it for my name, for my namesake. Have I ever led you astray? That's what he says to me. Have I ever led you astray? And that's what we have to ask ourselves as well. If we know that God has given us an instruction Okay, we know it to be true. We are confident in that. And it is for his glory and it edifies him. Are we ever really going to be put to shame with the actions that we take? And the answer is no, we're not. We can never be put to shame for something that the Lord has instructed us to do and that we follow on. We are always going to be awarded for our obedience, just like scripture says, right? And also, even if for a moment in time, we do look a little crazy. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Noah. Noah, God is a vindicator, okay? Noah was given a whole blueprint on this huge ark that the Lord told him to build. Noah didn't know what rain was. They didn't know what rain was back in his day. There was no rain. <clears throat> and yet he built anyway. He warned the people anyway. Hey, it's going to rain. I don't quite know what rain is, but God told me it's going to rain. I'm going to build this ark. I'm, I'm warning you. I'm warning you guys. 
his whole community watches him years and years and years go by while he's building this ark. And it seems like it's for naught. Can you imagine how Noah felt at times? Like, God, you told me it was going to rain. <laughs> I'm building this huge ark. All I have is a blueprint. All I have is a blueprint and a word. All I have is a blueprint and a word. Ooh, that was good. But when it started raining, but when it started raining, you imagine how vindicated Noah felt, how vindicated his family felt, like his daughters, his whole family walking around like, oh, them Noah's, they kin to Noah. Like, yeah, he said it's going to rain. <laughs> like, can you imagine the the shame just out of, just out of the hum the humanness, like the the flesh, the carnality of their lives. And it was so easy to be shunned back then. It's so easy, right? But can you imagine how they felt all those years, him building that ark, and then for it to start raining, and they felt vindicated because Lord, the Lord is a vindicator, God is a vindicator, and he will turn a situation, all right? He will turn a situation so that our obedience is louder. The fruit of our obedience is so much louder than any shame and embarrassment that was temporary that we may have felt, okay? Because we know how those people ended up who probably laughed at Noah and who are like, yeah, right, it, it ain't gonna rain, bruh. So we have to remember that even if it's just a temporary moment, even if it's just temporary, the Lord is a vindicator. And our, our courageousness to continue to face adversity, even in the midst of being laughed at or ridiculed or criticized, it will be rewarded in the end. So again, to wrap up, we are not going to be trapped in prisons of comfort. We're not going to allow the enemy to distract us with comfort and, um, try to make it seem like our comfortable life is worth more than the sometimes uncomfortableness that the Lord puts us in because the reward that the Lord has for us is so much greater. It's so much greater. And we have to be able to, to reach new heights and to reach new levels. And that comes with discomfort and uncomfortability and uncertainty at times. But we have to be courageous enough to walk across the line, to walk across the other side of the mountain, wherever and whatever it may be. And we have to allow the Lord to be our strength during those times of uncertainty because he will put us in position where he literally strips us of everything that gives us that security. He wants to be our main security, nothing else, not a job, not money, not family, not any relatives, not any friends, like not a car, nothing, nothing tangible. God wants to be our source of courage. He wants to be our strength because everything else is fleeting everything else is fleeting y'all. So I hope this encouraged somebody today to pick up some courage, try some courage, read, read these scriptures, read the stories that I was telling you about, because it's not in vain. Your obedience is not going to be in vain. It may hurt right now, but you just wait, just wait. Cause it's going to pay off for you. It's going to pay off for you. And you're going to eat from the fruits of that, of that labor for a very long time in this coming season. So until next time, you guys take heart. Okay. Take courage and then stay encouraged. I will talk to you next time. Bye.